Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. In Jeff Lewis's world, there's never a dull moment. The crazy part is I don't take anything. I'm off all my meds. Maybe that's the issue. <laughs> What's not shocking to me is all the negative comments I receive. Like just today. I hope you rot in hell. I hope someone castrates you. Okay. You've had this happen with a lot of people that have worked for you. Not only quit you, but just quit life. Quit. <laughs> Jeff Lewis has issues. Good morning. I'm here with Million Dollar Listing Los Angeles stars Josh Flagg and Bobby Boyd. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, so you're texting. I guess, uh, should we just, do you want us to go break already, Josh, or do you want to join us? I'm just trying to upload an image you sent me. Okay. Oh, oh wow. you're not, there's we don't, no cell there's, no, signal yeah, there's no signal here. Good for me. Good to I see you, Bobby. Good to see you, too. Thank there's, you for we've, me. we tried to get you here several times, and I think, <laughs> I know there, there was a one time where you had to show a listing in Malibu. Yes. So you couldn't, it was, there was a conflict. Another time, I think you probably, you and Josh were probably fighting, <laughs> but. Like it, yeah, that happens. <laughs> but okay, so for the for those of you that don't know, um, Bobby is Josh's husband. You guys have been married since uh, September of 2017, correct? Yes. Correct. Good job. And, and then, how long did you know each other before you got married? We dated two years before that. Okay, so two years. Yeah, we did two years, but we knew each other off and on for quite a while before then. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, yeah, we met like when we were 21. Oh, I didn't know that. Wow. You had such a long history. Okay, so you meet when you're 21, and you know each other, and you see each other around. So you are you from Los Angeles, Bobby? No, I'm from a small town called Pacifica. It's up north. Okay. And then when do you, like, how does this work out? So when do you ask him out? Does we matched Bob... on Tinder, then we started talking a little bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then, what? Nothing. And okay. then, and then uh, we went, uh, then I saw him. Wait, am I getting the facts right, or am I missing something? Um, you started flirting with me. Uh, when I was selling that house in Malibu in the summer. Right. And then, then it progressed. Then, yes, then we actually matched on Tinder, like, probably five months later. I'm like, oh, he's single. So we started talking. Oh, because at the time, he was probably with Not the- single. Right, yes. with the previous. <laughs> and you were with your previous guy for how long? Like seven years. But you weren't married? No. No. Okay. And then we saw each other in a club after Tinder? Uh, no, it was before, because oh. uh, I, I was doing my friend's 30th birthday party, and so I bought a table at this nightclub and, you know, I walk in and getting the table ready. And here comes like Josh, like the only guy that can pull off. It was hot, like outside, a form fitting uh, white and black striped St. Laurent turtleneck. And I'm like, what is this dude doing? But, you know, it's, it, I find it charming. I'm like, only he can pull that off. So I just said, hi, handsome. And that's what Josh always says is like, as soon as you called me handsome, I was into it. <laughs> but then we saw each other on Tinder, right? 
Uh, yeah, that was in November, and then we matched on Tinder in December. What was the first date? We went to Dantana's, mm-hmm. and he was at home, and he was on the phone with his mother, and he said, I'll be home right away. This is going to be a horrible date. <laughs> and uh, Wait, you said that in front of him? No, I said it to my mom. Oh, okay. Not because well, he's a horrible now. guy, but I knew him as a playboy, so I'm like, this is going to suck. I wasn't a playboy. But you went anyway. Slot, but I yeah, I mean, you know, slow season. It was oh, Christmas was in a few days. I was like, why not? Okay, so playboy you went. Sounds a little better. You had very low expectations. I did because I didn't think he would give me, you know, his attention, kind of thing. I thought it would right. just be. And has he since then? Well, the first date was magical. <laughs> yes. Okay. So you yeah. guys, did you have sex on the first date? Obviously. Okay. It wasn't, After Dantana's, it, it wasn't planned, but we, we fucked did. at Dantana's. Whoa. <laughs> no. No, we didn't. Absolutely. Okay. We fucked right after. Okay, good. No, we didn't. Not right after. What, you waited, what, an hour or? Seven. It was a long oh. night. Oh, it was a long My date. mom thought I was dead in a gutter somewhere. She had no idea. She's like, what? I called her the next morning at like 7 a.m. And your poor dog was probably, you know, hadn't been seen. A they were pissed. Both human, of them were both pissed. <laughs> a human for 24 hours. So you had a great time. You connected. Yes. And then the next date did come. Did the next date come quickly? Or was it a week? Did a week go by? Two weeks go by? Do you remember? Well, the truth is he jetted off the next day to Maui. Okay. With the family. Okay. And then how long was he gone? Uh, like three and a half weeks. And every day he would text me. Aw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then get upset if I wouldn't text back right away. I'm like, I'm working. You're on an island. It always amazes me how, you, how you're able to take all these long trips. Why not? With your business. Why can't I? I guess, I, I guess you don't show the houses yourself, obviously. Because I show you... them when I'm in town, but I say to all my clients all the time, look, you're entitled to travel. Why am I not? I can take a couple of times. I can take a month in, uh, in the summertime to go off and a month in the Christmas time. And the rather 10 months of the year, I'm working my ass off. Well- and nobody puts their houses on the market at Christmas anyway. Right. Okay. Um, what I've noticed about you is I think you're a very strong, I think you're a strong selling broker because you've, you're, you have such roots here in Beverly Hills and you tend to know about these listings before they come on the market. I think people whisper in your ear all the time, like, hey, I'm thinking about listing. And then I feel like you get in there before it even is listed. Uh, yeah. Is that correct? Well, what do you mean before? Pocket it's... listings. Pocket yeah, listings. but I mean, a broker will tell me about it, and then I'll come in with a buyer. Or the other day, Bobby did a, gave us a great lease. A friend of his uh, family was selling a house for $14 million. We went in, and we represented the buyer and the seller on it and closed it off market, or it'll close soon. When wow. is the next vacation since the holidays are coming, and you're entitled to a vacation? Right, exactly. <laughs> entitled. Uh, I've been entitled my whole life. Christmas. Where are you going? Maui. Nice. For a week? Classic. You look surprised, Bobby. Do you know this? No. Well, yes, I do know about Maui. The dates are a little different. I think he goes on the 26th and I go on the 30th. Oh, so you guys go at different times. Because he likes to be there for three weeks. And I like to enjoy uh, our home life, like when it's the holidays. And, you know, I spend like a week decorating for Christmas. Yes. So I want to, you know, enjoy it. and, And then I'll go meet up with them before New Year's. It's interesting because you guys do lead very independent lives. I mean, you have a life together, but you also have, you know, you have your separate businesses and you have separate friends and you have also friends you share. But that's what I've noticed. I mean, you obviously have to be very secure in your relationship to have that sort of leeway. Yeah, life is short. I don't think you should um, limit yourself. What would you say, Bobby, is your, and you too, Josh, what would you say your love language is? Oh, mine's acts of service. Oh, it is? Yeah. Okay. Like, if you bring me coffee in the morning, you know, I'll, I'll give you a blowjob for life. 
That's a long blow. I'll be right back. <laughs> um, <laughs> go back to Tartine really quick. What about, <laughs> what about you? Uh, I don't know the the phrasing of it. I can't remember, but I like uh, like. Uh, Okay, so there's telling me that you're you, like you words know of words, of words of affirmation. Same. So words of affirmation, quality time, physical touch, acts of service, receiving gifts. Oh, and physical gifts. touch. Those I don't care about gifts. Physical touch. I don't care about gifts either. Doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah. Especially if you can't return them. Physical <laughs> acts of uh, acts of so uh, touch and uh, words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. Yeah. And then if you were so, are you strictly acts of service? Yeah, more because one. if because it means something, I don't know. It, it does something like if, if somebody, um, like Heather Altman, the other day she came she came over and she knows I love the holidays and she uh, bought me these Halloween themed uh, martini glasses with like a little thing to make like on my YouTube show and then she wrote in the card, uh, make a martini babalu, which is like what my mom used to always call me. That like I was getting like the gay cry. I was like, oh, this is so sweet. So that kind of stuff, I guess it could be a gift, but to me it was like an act of service. I've never heard about that. Did you know about the gay cry? No. Oh, it is like the Oprah cry, but just gayer. <laughs> I didn't know about a gay cry. I want a gay cry. Uh, I, I gay cry at too many things these days. Like what? Like, you, might, you might have low testosterone. Like I'm watching mm-hmm. that new show, uh, We're Here, with uh, Shangela. It's on HBO Max, which always has like, it, it's like the Oprah show. It makes you cry every episode. I never cried during It's Oprah. a phenomenal show. You don't? No. Uh, do you guys watch TV together or are you watching separate shows? We watch such different, I mean, such different TV. I mean, it's like polar opposite. Like, he likes RuPaul and... Drag Race. Yeah. yeah. I like oh, cr- crime she already shows. Has her. <laughs> right now, I'm just watching <laughs> Leah Rimini's Christian Scientology. But I've gotten you into some shows. Let's, yeah. let's be very clear, sir. And then how often are you out? Because you're, I mean, I feel like you're <laughs> always... Day. Yes. Are you out every night? Oh, yeah. Every single night. You're doing something. Yes. Whether it's drinks or dinner or someone's house or working or... Yeah, I mean, I the part of my job is to consistently entertain people, whether yeah. it's Network. friends or business. I mean, and always, you know, I could be at a restaurant for pleasure, and then somebody like the maitre d will say, "Go over to that table; they want to buy a house," and I'll go over there, and then I'll sell them a six million dollar house. It's- I imagine, on one hand, you know, he he creates and provides a great living, but on the other hand, there is a, there are sacrifices. So what I've noticed being with him is that, you know, there are minutes where you lose him because he's on his phone or he's got to take a call. Right. Now, th- I imagine that it is constant interruptions. Always. Yeah. Yeah. And you just learn to live with that. Like you get him for a moment and then you know that in 10 minutes you could lose him. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, you, you, if you have to have a serious conversation with him you basically have to like call all the assistants and let them know to block off all the calls and put it in the calendar and then when he sits down you have to tell him like you know turn your phone off if you want to have a serious conversation if you just want to hang out yeah you just have to know that you're going to be hanging out with about 20 other people (laughs) whether it's like like when i'm we're in the car and we're going to palm springs i'm like let's blast britney and sing our you know our little hearts out and he's like nah i'd rather be on the phone with clients and i'm like oh let's just have some you know less time but so what are what are the things that drew you to him? Oh, he was charming, dapper. I always say this. He says it's not true. But when we met when we were 21, it was at the Abbey. And it was like a, probably a Sunday fun day. And in my mind, which I think I'm right, he was wearing like an alpha that looked like silk pajamas. And I was like, that is unique. Yeah. So when we started talking, I just thought he was really funny. That's like what made me always like say hi to him when we saw each other out like over the years. But um, he was like very dapper and charming, which I loved. I think you're fun, and I think you're funny. And he seems, I mean, he seems very spontaneous, too. Yes. 
Not he, a, he doesn't sweat the small stuff. Yeah. He'll, just, he'll do, you know, he can have a, a serious day of of meetings and he'll say, let's go get a cheeseburger and a glass of wine. I'm like, what? Aren't you, don't you have to prepare? Ah, oh, no, I'll be fine. Do you think though that, um, that financial freedom has made you a little lighter? Oh, I mean, right. as you make more money and as you have more money, you kind of like, is it easier not to worry about the little things? So I just didn't even notice like with my kid, like when she or the dogs, whatever, they screw up a piece of furniture or, you know, I'm less, I'm less reactive. Like, oh, you know what? It's just money. I can replace it. I've kind of had that my whole life been just like, yeah, whatever, which is probably that. Like, I think there was always an entitlement. So, you know, when I was younger, I was just like, ah, oh, fuck it. It'll, you know, be taken care of or whatever, which is not a great thing. Right. But even if your parents try to teach you values, but you are just impossible to train which is what i was basically and so um but and that just kept going my whole life but but i mean that's good and bad i guess i i was always impulsive also which led to like some of the worst things in my life and some of the best things in my life like it it's when you're that impulsive or you're that reckless and you're that laissez-faire about everything money whatever this that you know, it's what's brought me as high as I have been. You look confused. <laughs> no, no, I'm thinking about something. And uh, but it also gets you in trouble. So no, what I was thinking is that you because rem- you you know you you do have a filter, but you don't have a filter. And I was wondering in business if that somehow affects you negatively no. when you have no filter. No, or do people just people know appreciate it. right that you're going to be honest about whatever home they're looking at? Because yeah, you've they been, actually really like it. Yeah, I appreciate it. Like I'll, I'll throw, you know, I'll ask you about certain houses and addresses and areas, and I, pre- you know, sometimes you get a very blunt answer, but <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah. No, there's no reason to uh, look. If the client I know is going to buy a house from me, regardless, why not just tell them? And it also creates confidence. Like if I take them out to three houses. And we walk in, and before I even ask them their opinion, I say, let's get the fuck out of here. This is garbage. And they might like the house, and they're like, uh, okay, well, we kind of like it. I'm like, no, you don't like the house. Trust me. This is a horrible investment. Moving on. And then they really gain confidence. So then when you get to the final house, and, and I know they're going to like it because I've set it up this way in, in order of worst to, to best, and I'm like, look at this. Then they're like, oh, my God. But do you ever – I mean, I imagine that sometimes both of you – you have a client that buys the house that you don't necessarily think is the best buy for them. Right. Well, I'll say to them, I'll say, look, you got this one and you got this one. I understand you like this, but let me just give you the pros and cons of both of them. You make your choice. It's not a bad house, but it's not as good as this house. Right. And then at least I've covered my ass. So if they ever want to resell in the future, I've given them all my yes. reasons why. I do. I'm mean, a smaller scale. We do the same thing in the design business where I will tell someone like, I think you're making a mistake with this, but I do have a rule. I tell them three times. And then in the third, by the time I've done the third time, we're done. We're, we're letting it go and I'm moving on. But uh, you're right. Then I feel like I've at least done my job. Do you tell them this is a three-time rule ahead of Sometimes time? they tell me. <laughs> I, had this, I had this woman in Newport who was building this, which is a story I've talked about before. <sighs> she was building this really tall sweater tower, like in the middle of her closet. And this is, by the way, after we took out all these walls to create one of the biggest closets you've ever seen. And then she closed it up again with the sweater tower. And I said, I think this is a mistake. You know, you've spent all this money taking all these walls and opening this up. And I remember I kept saying through it. And, uh, and I said the third time, she goes, is that the third time? <laughs> and I said, yes, it is. She's like, good. We're moving on. We're not talking about this again. I said, okay. That was wow. good. And I kind of loved her for shutting me down, but, oh, I, uh, but I also that. felt like, good, I'm being heard. I'm being heard. You heard me. So I now I've never thought about it again. How big is her closet? It's pretty, pretty fucking big. Yeah. I was in Candy Spelling's closet last night. 
4,000 square feet. Ooh. The closet. Is that a joke? I, I'm not kidding you. Literally 4,000 square feet. We're going shopping today downtown, by the way. What I love about that story, because you told me this morning, is that so she has a driver, right? Mm-hmm. So the driver is taking you and Candy downtown. The chauffeur drives the two of us in, in a what car. car? In her Mercedes. Okay. Which she knows how to drive, but she'll drive it like once a week. And the other day she's like, how do I turn the lights on? I go, I so to the left of the wheel, there's a little dial. You turn it to the right and she's like, oh my God, this is amazing. Because she never <laughs> drives the car at nighttime, right? So the driver will take us downtown. And if we're going to Costco, a van will follow us and we'll go in there and load the car up. So you're going to Costco today with Candy? No, no, Costco's next week. Today we're going downtown okay. to the Furniture Mart. Okay, so next week there will be a van following, and then you guys are going to hit Costco. Now, will you buy at Costco as well? Of course. Okay. We oh, both good. will. Get yeah. two vans then. You'll have two vans. <laughs> yeah, I want Candy's very cost, cost conscious. Like, she'll look at every single label in there, and you'll spend four hours with her. It's all Kirkland. Oh, my God. But what's she do? She's one Costco. person. What's she doing with all this shit? She collects. Literally, we'll talk at sometimes four in the morning. She'll be up on live auctioneer buying stuff. If, if she buys one thing, she buys 100. Like if she buys a doll, she'll buy 100 dolls. If she buys a, you know antique matchbook, a silver matchbook, she'll buy 100 of them. She's, that's her shtick. Maybe she could huh. send some of those supplies over shtick. to Tori's house. Oh. <laughs> She'd probably use it. She's not going to touch that one. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> so I wanted to ask you. So now this, you had this long courtship, right? Two years. How did you propose? Did you so, propose to Bobby or did Bobby propose? Well, Bobby to wanted quick. to propose to me, but I said, no, that's not happening. Okay. So we were <laughs> in uh, Paris and I had organized at the George Sank, which is the Four Seasons Hotel. Um, I organized a flash mob in the hotel. Were your parents there too? Of course. Yes. I think I, re- I recall seeing this on Instagram. Yeah. My parents were there. We all were, were the, uh, in Europe together. And, uh, we uh, did the, uh, so yeah, I told him we were going, it was fun. To a Mark I Jacobs told him we were going show. to a Marc Jacobs fashion show, which is kind of stupid because it wasn't fashion week. So that was tip number one. <laughs> um, and tip number two is like Marc Jacobs wouldn't be having a fashion show in Paris. So anyway, we. Um, I, I wouldn't know that. It's okay. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't know that. Why would, why would he have a show in Paris, Jeff? I, I yeah. don't know. Come on. <laughs> cool. All right, so go ahead. Anyway, so I can see you haven't been to Paris fashion week. No, I have, <laughs> I have not. It's not on my bucket list either. It's okay. Really? Don't care. Don't care. We need to go. Go ahead. With Julia Hart and Josh Yes, Hart. Julia Hart for sure. Mm-hmm. So anyway, her. so then I'll let you finish the story. What? I don't know. You finish the story. You I don't know. I mean, you, you did 80% of the story. Well, I know. I was getting tired. <laughs> you did the last 20. <laughs> I was getting tired. I'm sorry we interrupted you. <laughs> wow. Interrupted his uh, texting break. Um, <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, we were going to a Marc Jacobs fashion show, allegedly, at 9 o'clock in the morning. So I knew something was up, but I didn't think it was going to be a proposal. And um, then we're, we're walking down, and I'm like, this is interesting. Like, this doesn't look like where you'd be going for a fashion show. And then by the time it kind of clicked, it's when um, all the, you know, the dancers start, and they all got together. And it was, like, to four of my favorite songs. Mm-hmm. Of course, Mariah Carey, very gay. I mean, that sounds, it's, it sounds very gay. It and was- it sounds very over-the-top. I would hate that personally, um, but that's just me. And I know I did see pictures of your beautiful wedding at was it the Beverly Hills Hotel? Yes. I would hate that also, only because I would. No, it's good for you. It's great for you. I just, <laughs> it just seems like a lot of money to spend. Number one, number two, I'm just not into. I wouldn't want a big wedding. Well, good thing you weren't invited. Oh no, Ooh. I'm. I like observing big weddings. Mm-hmm. It's just not something I want for myself. I wanted to get married with like 20 people in Capri. That's what I wanted. But the wedding turned out beautiful. 
was so much fun. You would have been invited had we been friends at the time. Um, okay. Yes. Uh, I wanted to ask you, who initiates sex more? Would it be you? For or- sure me. You. Joshua. And then, are you guys on the same sleep schedules? So, who, what time do you go to bed, Bobby? I'm an early riser, so I like to jump in bed by like 10.30. What about you? 3, 4. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> so, does that mean, I mean, do you guys sleep in the same bed then? Or do you sleep in different rooms? Half the time. Well, it yeah. depends. I mean, if like, like my parents do the same thing. Like if I, if, cause he likes to sleep with the TV off, I like it on. So I'll start in one room or whatever. We'll do something like that. But usually we don't fall asleep at the same time. Like he'll go to bed first and then I'll come upstairs. Uh, do you guys, um, spoon or do you sleep on the opposite ends of the bed? Is some upper it. I mean, I sleep on my back. He my sleep's on my actually stomach. on his stomach. Oh, what did we read about that? Because we were no, reading. I'm looking. We were reading about what different. what sleeping positions say about your sex life. Who can sleep and spoon at the same time? You get hot. I think you. Some people start off spooning and then you maybe turn around and move roll to the other away. side. Yeah, like there's times away. like I'll fall asleep. Like he'll say, you know, lay on my chest, and I'll, but once I do that, I'm out in like two seconds. So it's not really cuddling. Bobby, just so you know, when you sleep on your stomach, it's a sign of protection of the front of the body. So this could indicate vulnerability, lack of control, or anxiety. Really? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Just want to let you know. Interesting. Lack of sexual trust in a relationship. Well, Josh has um, been very handsy before and I was sleeping. And I woke <laughs> up and he goes, did you know what I did to you last time? I'm like, no, what? what did you- yeah. That's true. <laughs> That's why you sleep on your stomach, to protect yourself. Yeah, with my chastity belt. But you might be sleeping. You should probably sleep on your back <laughs> if you mean- want to protect yourself. <laughs> well, <laughs> he wouldn't know how to lift that leg. What's sleeping on your back? Oh, so wait, I sleep on my back. So uh, that means- yeah, what is that one? There's because uh, they have they have the space hog, tangled <laughs> liberty lovers, the unraveling knot, the nuzzle or snuggle, uh, back kissers. Oh, okay. So just basically, so your back backs to back. are touching. Very intimate. Yeah, that's very intimate. And then obviously spooning. But I don't know anybody who spoons. All- You're right. Nobody spoons all night. You can't all night. It's so hot and uncomfortable. But I think it's good to start off like that. Yeah, it's sweet. I spoon with the dog sometimes. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think a lot of people spoon with their pets. Yeah. I think that's sweet. We're going to take a quick break. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Walmart Plus is the membership that saves you time and money on the stuff you'd expect, plus the stuff you don't, like gas. Save on gas while you drive the kids to soccer practice, plus visit your in-laws, plus venture into the wilderness, plus wherever else you want to go. Plus, take some guilt-free time on the couch because Walmart Plus also saves you time and money with free delivery. It's perfect for ordering new remote batteries, plus more coffee when somebody finishes it without telling you, plus snacks for your movie night. Plus, save on the actual movies with a Paramount Plus subscription. Stream Top Gun Maverick plus Mean Girls plus Jack Reacher plus so much more. Because savings is what the whole Walmart Plus membership is all about. Members save on gas plus free delivery plus Paramount Plus plus so much more. Start a free 30-day trial at www.walmartplus.com. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. $35 order minimum, Paramount Plus essential plan only, separate registration required. 
Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Did you know that Delaware has endless discoveries? The first state invites you to explore miles of beaches and boardwalks, dozens of unique breweries, award-winning restaurants, some of the country's best state parks, beautiful garden estates, and even tax-free shopping. There's plenty of fun for the entire family and more. Find trip ideas and all the info you need to plan your Delaware discoveries at visitdelaware.com. Bobby, congratulations. I hear you're on Home Shopping Network this weekend, Sunday, 3 p.m. Pacific. Yes, thank you. What are you selling? So the company's Honey Bunch Naturals. It's a company out of New Zealand, and we're selling our Manuka honey. And honey. You're, you're doing a cooking <laughs> demo, right? Live? Ish. Yes, it's live, which is why I'm freaking out, but you'll give me the tips about that. Um, so the way it works, I mean, you've done it, but I, I'm not actually cooking live. It already has to be made. So okay. I'm doing like a, a martini, because hello. I mean, mm-hmm. right. great with minds think alike. Yeah, with that's honey. Really? Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, that's good. That's a good one. That's like a fall-inspired one. A little cranberry, a little honey. Vodka mm. or gin? Vodka. Mm. So you're doing that? Doing that. Uh, breakfast smoothie and then a, like a chocolate manuka honey truffle. And you're going to show everyone how to make this live. You'll be on for what, 40, 30, 40 minutes? That's what they say. They say th- that's the thing. Like, this is my first time. I'm a virgin. So I don't, I don't know, but they say to prepare to be on for 40 minutes. So you've been doing all these rehearsals and tech <laughs> tests and all this via Zoom because you're going to be live from your kitchen in Beverly yes. Hills. Yes. Okay, so what I did QVC. And I had to go to Pencil, I think it was Pennsylvania, right? I, I think, think that's, that's where Westchester. I went. Westchester. Westchester, that's where I went. And uh, so, first of all, you spend months and months and months and you're designing all these, these products, right? And you had to have, I think they told me I had to have 12. What, well, what did you sell? Uh, I sold everything. I sold like, you know, rugs and ottomans. And, wow. But they had this hurricane. We did this really kind of big, huge hurricane lamps, and like candle holders. Oh, okay. But they were big. And um, I found out last minute that they didn't, because um, QVC did the manufacturing that they didn't pass the flame test. So you want me to sell a hurricane candle that you cannot light a candle in because it doesn't pass the flame test. They said, well, you could use one of those candles with the batteries in it. And I said, I'm not going to do it. Like, I'm not going to sell it. And they said, well, then if you don't have 12 products, we can't give you an hour. So I said, all right, so we'll, you can sell the product. So what happened was is that I'm like into all of these products. Then when we got to the hurricane candle, I literally just shut up and like <laughs> looked away. And then the host came in and, and sold the candle. I mean, it just felt so obvious to me. But what happened was I really burned a bridge there because I was a little immature then, more, more so than now. How long ago was this? Uh, God, I don't know, like maybe seven years, eight years. I'm just guessing. I don't know. It was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But do you remember Tracy Hudson from Extreme Home Makeover? Remember that huge, huge, huge show? Oh, yeah. It was on a- yeah, ABC or something. Well, she and I, what happens is when you go to Westchester, I don't know if it's the Sheraton or whatever, but everyone stays at the same hotel, which is kind of fun because it's a big party. So it's Tracy- a nice hotel it is. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, that's like the nicest hotel there. The beds were actually really comfortable. Anyway, so um, everybody hangs out in the bar, and Tracy Hudson was there, and she and I like instantly became friends. So we started drinking, and we started talking about each other's deals. And I realized she got such a better deal than me because you you basically negotiate a, a percentage for a licensing deal. 
I was so fucking pissed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm never working with these fuckers again. I can't believe I feel so, sc- I, like I got so screwed. And when you get there, they, when I showed up, they just showed, you have like a blank stage. I thought it was already going to be furnished. They said, no, you have to furnish your own stage. So I had to go into a warehouse and pull furniture. And it took forever. It took me like a whole day to set the stage. So I was pissed about that. Mm-hmm. Then, um, so they give you a list. They're very controlling. They give you a list of all these things you can't say, you can't do. They're like, don't wear jeans. You can't drink when you're live. So I was so mad. And I knew I probably wasn't going to come back. So I put on jeans. Uh. I walk on the stage with two fucking bottles of wine. <laughs> <laughs> I open up. And I proceeded to get drunk live. <laughs> For an hour. We have to find this footage. For an Wait, hour. But they started filming you. Didn't they say you can't come on with the Didn't they take it from I walked live? right on. Like, you can't. It's live. Like, you can't. You they just didn't walk. see you holding the bottles on What are they going to do? Right? They can't. They're alive. Like, you can't just. They couldn't pull me off the stage. And at one point, <laughs> actually, I walked on with one bottle. And when I finished <laughs> the wow. first bottle, I walked off stage live. To get the second bottle, you, I don't and I remember. The story. No, I swear to God. And the hostess was like, "Jeff Lewis just left." <laughs> and I, I came back with a second bottle. Can we find this anywhere? I mean, I, mean, I hope it went legend. away because then I'll tell you. As I started getting drunk, there was. Um, <laughs> I I was really actually proud of this ottoman, and I had said it was like a stool or whatever, and. I said, even a, you know, I said, it's a very strong, very well made. I see if even a great big fat person could sit on. Oh, no, no. The customers that are watching this show. I got so much fucking hate. I got so much. But then what happened is, and they're like, basically, they wouldn't even look me in the eye when I was done. And then I thought. Also, you you were cross-eyed probably. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Seeing double. How have you not been canceled yet is what I don't understand. I have not. We were just talking about this last night. I don't know. Well, let's I don't, not put that in the same I have like nine lives. But anyway, so then I knew I was done. And I didn't care. Like, they think they fired me. No, no. when I went did all that, I was already quitting. But what <laughs> happened was, is that for three days, no one said a word, right? They're just, it was done. It was like crickets. But then people were like, when's that guy coming back? <laughs> yeah, right. Because <laughs> it was so nuts. And then, but I, it just didn't make sense. The money didn't make sense. With my shitty licensing percentage, um, it, it, for all the time I spent designing the products and then the travel and you have to pay for your own travel. And then I had to like do my whole set. Um, it just, the, the money didn't make sense. I could do someone's kitchen locally here and make more money than all the time. It was just, I don't know. It's it, good exposure. I don't know. I all I did was alienate people. <laughs> <laughs> but that's wasn't nothing like different than your life anyway. That's true. That's true. So you're telling me I should get drunk on Sunday? Is that what you're telling me? No, I'm saying do the opposite. He's advising you to do the opposite. Yeah. Do the opposite of what I did. Okay, so speaking of alienating people, what's happening with Frederick? Because I read something yesterday that you guys are not, I don't know, you're not good or so. You know, he, we did watch What Happens Live last night and we were all on the show. He chose not to come on, which Hmm. I think is an admission of guilt. He, uh, you know, I'll just say whatever was, you know, I was, (laughs) I was in negotiations to move companies, right? And it was not a signed deal. It was not a done deal. I didn't even really made up my mind yet. It was kind of like, uh, do I want to? Oh, do I not? And he leaked it to the press that I was moving companies. You know had... for a fact he leaked it? Yes, we know for a fact. Okay. Did he admit it? No. In fact, he asked for a public apology. He went on a ranting text message thread. Oh, look, Josh Allman's calling me, my new BFF. Mm-hmm. We went on a ranting text message thread. About, I demand a public apology and blah, blah, blah. You know how you get defensive when you're lying or something? Anyway, so. Um, and I can say all this because it's, it was, you know, 
whatever. So anyway, yes, I do know for a fact. And he still has not called me or even come near me because he knows, like, I'm going to rip his head off. Oh. So is he in, on a million dollar listing New York still and L.A.? No, just L.A. Okay, so he's now off New York. He is off New York, correct. And is that because he has moved here permanently or what's... He has I thought that was a strange. Okay. Well, and the best is he makes comments about when I when it's leaked that I, I moved to Douglas Elm, and he goes, "So happy for you, go fuck yourself." Like literally leaks it. Oh, and oh, yeah, and this wasn't obvious. It says uh, uh, in the Real Deal article that that mentions I'm moving companies. It says Josh Flagg joins Frederick Eklund at Douglas Elm and Beverly Hills. Don't you think it's a little strange they didn't mention Tracy or Josh Altman? Right. Or Heather Altman. Or Heather Altman or Bobby Boyd. We love Heather Altman. My queen. Oh, she's my BFF. <laughs> I love her so much. I'm actually, I, I talk a lot with Matt Altman. I like Matt Altman. I love Matt Altman. Yeah. He's hysterical. He's a funny guy. Um, so we did want to talk about uh, a few important news stories, right? Mm-hmm. Which I had no idea. A- apparently, and you guys, I mean, this is important. I think this is a public service announcement. Uh, so for people that have had COVID, you know, once you, you know, some people, you know, they, they have it for 10 days. 10 days. Or, yeah. And then you get tested and you think, you know, and you're tested negative. Well, apparently your sperm can still carry the infection for up to 11 weeks after you've been cleared of COVID. What? That's what I read. I just, this is what I read. So mm-hmm. you're not going to be doing that T for D, whatever it is. <laughs> I think if you swallow, you're fine. No, oh, that's mm. ingesting the virus. That's oh. why I always swallow. I, I, You're becoming I an incubator. Agree. Or you just maybe aim for the chest? No, I feel like that's safer. Yeah. Aim for the no, no eyes or nose or mouth, right? Yeah. I think we can probably, I could probably explain Megan's sore throat. I don't want to slut shame, <laughs> but it could have something We're very to do sex with positive, it. but yeah. you're right. We should contact trace that back. So Life maybe, is short. Get off. Maybe why those, that's why all those assisted living homes, I mean, it, it just spreads like wildfire. You're so right. Yeah. You've yeah. heard that, right? How, how uh, much sex goes is, on in those? Absolutely. Totally STD central. What? Yeah, like statistically, like yeah, the, the, the second, STDs are rampant. The second you can check me in, I'm ready. <laughs> when, when, whenever I qualify. Because they're, they're not worried about getting pregnant, so they're probably not wearing condoms. So, and then therefore they're... And they are drinking earlier. They're probably drinking with breakfast. I would. Yeah, start early. What's the point? They're not working. That way going to be so fun. I'll check you in as soon as you can go, and then I'll just come and hang out. And drink. I'm going to stick <laughs> the you in the shalom home. home when you're older. Now, this probably happens to you, Josh, but uh, the man, well, the, the man has a, I don't know if he has the world's biggest penis. He says he does. Okay. But anyway, a man with a very, very large penis was stopped by airport. I don't know if it's crooked like yours, yes. <laughs> but um, he was stopped by airport security uh, due to a, suspic- a suspicious package. Object. What happened was they thought he had something in his pocket. <laughs> and um, when they looked at the x-ray, you know, it looked, there was something you very large against his thigh. So then they searched him. It turns out that he had a, uh, well, his dick flaccid was eight and a half inches, but erect, it's 13. Apparently, it's 13. And was a half it erect inches. or was it not erect? That's not a husband penis. <laughs> no. It was not erect. No. no, they just assume he left something in his pocket. Yeah. I get stumped by TSA for my fat ass all the time. You do? All they the think time. something's in your back they're pocket. They're like, there has to be something in those Mazel jeans. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say that's why I got uh, I got stopped in Dallas, but I think it was it's the not, hardware in no, my spine. No, it's not the spinal oh, surgery. I think hardware. it's the, yeah. It's a huge package. <laughs> <laughs> so that really happened. Wow. Apparently. Well. Yeah. But, okay, so here's the thing. You know, there's a little bit of dick envy sometimes, like, right? But if you saw a picture of the guy, he's so not hot. Well, too bad. Yeah. 
It's because, you know, God you wouldn't isn't want that a 13-inch dick, though. Would was you? he old or young? 13 and a half. Absolutely not. Was he no. young or old? Show a picture of him. He's, uh, He's not cute at all. Oi. 30s. Yeah. Hey, bro. Oi. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. At no, B, but that is at a good B point. Boyd, L.A. Yeah. <laughs> How does that get leaked? Do you think Slide he, like, he wrote, like, I just got stopped at TSC for my big dick? He's public. Like, We've, I think we've talked about this guy before because he claims to have the largest ever. Right, so I don't think eight inches is the largest dick ever. No, no, 13, 13 and a half. 13 and a half He's eight and a half flaccid. That's a, more than I a I had foot a 12 long. incher once. No, yeah, what? Yeah, I said I had a 12 inch. No, not me. Like, I you know, <laughs> was with a 12 incher once. Oh, okay, well, not I, recently. I hope. No, <laughs> it was pre, last night, pre 2017. Yes, okay. 2016. All right, so <laughs> no. do, you, do you still stay in contact with him? How is he doing? Well, pen- the <laughs> irony is, the irony is, we're is family friends, and no, he was closeted, and his parents are really close to me. I'm really close. Oh, to them. I know who this is. So it was just like when we were in high school. Oh, is he single? Now? Is he local? No, he's married oh, okay. to a man. I think no, he's to a woman. Oh, oh, so you just happened to see it, or no, no you were with it? Yeah, with many him. times. Oh, and now he's married to a woman. Uh huh. Hmm. Okay. Normal. Well, when he's ready to leave her, give him my number. Okay. <laughs> Maybe they're Polly. You can join. Hmm. Uh, are you guys going to do the, because uh, Project Angel Food keeps reaching out because they want me to volunteer. I'm not going to. I thought they were. No. I thought. I'm not waking up at the crack of dawn to pass out turkey. They want, see, they want, uh, they're looking for volunteers to deliver. Yeah, not happening. You do drive very fast. So you might actually be great at that yeah, i feel like you could you, drive the van very you quickly. could do a two-hour shift in 45 yeah because i think they want people to deliver one person to deliver uh eight meals i could probably do 24 meals at the same yeah. time so maybe you should do it then i don't know I don't, I wanna... did you finally pay well, them? take two people you need someone to drive and fuck off get josh out of i did pay them and then i made another j- donation a week ago because i felt guilty because you felt I, guilty right because i dragged interest them on... in penalties <laughs> <laughs> yeah this I... cheap ass didn't fucking pay. He... Oh, oh my, my God. God, Josh, that is not what happened. Tell them the truth. And then he comes in our bathroom and is doing cocaine. <laughs> oh my God, you can't say that shit. I do not do drugs at all. You told us, remember? I w- Josh, you can't say that shit because that is not true. You told, we're kidding because remember you said they thought you were doing cocaine in the oh, bathroom? Oh, okay, good. Because, yeah, you t- please don't make those. <laughs> no, you came in the store, remember you were sweating like a pig, and then everyone at the party probably thought. Yes, yeah. they thought I was doing drugs. No, that's right. FYI disclosure, he was not doing cocaine at our party. No, I had I was going through menopause. Yes. And I started sweating uncontrollably, and that's when I went into the bathroom. And everyone thought you were doing cocaine. They say it's a thing. That was a different... It, it, it was it a is different a thing. night. That was a different night. Right. Yes. Okay, so what happened was, Josh, and let me just reiterate, I did uh, <laughs> donate, I think it was $3,300, and I forgot my credit card. So if you remember correctly, I contacted you... Two days, one day, the next day, the next day, to avoid you saying something like this, <laughs> I said, "Give me the guy's number. I gotta call him right now. I've got to give him my credit card because the last thing I want is someone on Monday to say that I didn't pay." So that's what happened. Then, when I did maybe talk a little negatively about the event, <laughs> and I felt bad, that's why I made another donation. Right. So that's so. Just so you know. And I probably will feel guilty around Thanksgiving, um, so I'll probably make another donation to make me feel less because I'm not going to drive those meals right <laughs> anywhere. What about Christmas? I know I'm not going to go to the kitchen. Probably I'm probably not going to drive any meals. So to alleviate my guilt, I'll probably make another donation. And they need the cash, so it's good. yeah. 
But if somebody lives locally in Los Angeles, I think it's a it's a great cause. I think they need they need two hundred volunteers. I think this is a way to give back without you know if you don't have the money to donate. If you have the time, it's a great way to give back. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think it's it's Thanksgiving morning. Um, I think they're feeding a thousand people. It's just I don't want to. You want to watch the parade. You want to watch the parade. I don't blame you. I did it one year and that was it. Did you you deliver the meals? No, I. But he worked I in the packaged kitchen. them in the kitchen with now Taro. that seems kind of fun, like no. with Ch- Charo and me. That seems fun. They but they to don't do but, that. No, that's not what they're asking. They want me to drive. They don't want me in the kitchen. I love that woman, by the way. She always goes, Yashua, you need to run for president. <laughs> <laughs> I go, you're I... a fucking crazy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Would there be celebrities there? Because I wonder if I could a t for d, but also t for g, troll for guests. Right, Cheryl oh, yeah. Teagues and Charo, though, they always go. Are there a lot of celebrities there? But see, they don't Cheryl want me in the Tate kitchen. I think, you know what? I think everybody has already signed up for the kitchen portion. Now they need drivers. Nobody wants to drive. No. Well, Candy Spelling, get her and her chauffeur. And oh, the van. Get the yeah. van. Hello, got the van. That's a great idea. How does she give back? How does she? I don't know what her charities are. Probably animals. She's obsessed with dogs, literally. Okay. I'm going to assume animals. Well, I thought that was going to be a joke. She's obsessed with animals. She wears them. <laughs> <laughs> That's, she gives That's funny. All right. I want to take calls for Bobby Boyd and Josh Flagg. <laughs> Cynthia in Looks Like DC. Morning. Hey, guys. Oh, my gosh. Huge fan of all of you and mostly Jeff forever and ever before I even had kids. So I love you so much. I want to start with some shade and then the praise. Um <laughs> There is only one Josh on the millionaire or whatever listings of, of Beverly Hills. There's only one Josh, and it is you. The other one, I, just something about him makes me nuts. But um, love you. You're the best, Josh. And then Bobby, I just recently discovered on Instagram. And if anybody has not started following him, the DIY drinks and little pumpkins and your fabulous trips with Josh, everything about you and the good looks, amazing. Wow. And then to, oh. to follow you at B Boyd B O Y D L A L A okay L A or TikTok Bobby Boyd Living or BobbyBoydLiving.com. There's just so many ways to find you. And then make sure to check out Bobby on the Home Shopping Network this Sunday, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, and you're doing three different recipes for that people can learn from. Correct? Yeah. So the main star is the Manuka honey that we're selling. I'm just giving them ways that they can incorporate into their lives. We're going to be on Instagram live at the same time, TikTok live at the same time. Oh, okay. Oh, fun. So it's going to be all platforms and just, you know, come have your Sunday fun day with me and have some fun. Bridget in Michigan. Good morning. Good morning. I'm in agreement with the last caller. I'm calling to say, Bobby, I live for your cooking on TikTok. It totally feeds my ADHD. I have about that much attention to learn a recipe and you get it done quickly and filmed beautifully oh thank you got him gonna blush (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna gay cry cry. i'm gonna gay cry cry. thanks bridget you're making him gay cry i'm like are these my family members calling (laughs) uh cole in canada hi hello hi hell how's it going going good i met you i I met you a, a couple of years ago you came to niagara falls ontario canada to our brokerage, um, I don't know, a couple of years ago, anyways, two, three years ago. Um, but you're in L.A. I wanted to know if you needed some help down there. 
Help with what? Real estate. Real estate. Um, good at the moment. Okay, well, it, I mean, what where, what brokerage you at now? I'm at Douglas Elliman in Beverly Hills, Maybe not Niagara can, Falls. Yeah, but he looks like he's looking to lo relocate. Oh, okay. Why don't you send us an email? To where? Bobby at joshflag.com. <laughs> contact us at joshflag.com. Okay. Thanks, Thanks Cole. Cole. Good luck, Cole. Sam and Dana Point. Hey, hey, yeah, this message, uh, this is a call for Josh. Um, I'm thinking about getting a nose job, and I know you've had several nose jobs. I'm just wondering who was your last surgeon that you went to? Yeah, uh, he, did a, he did a good job, that last surgeon. Yeah, I went to Bernard Markowitz. He's good for noses, <clears throat> very good for noses. So you wouldn't recommend the other previous two? I would certainly not. <laughs> oh. So you've done it, what, three times? Uh-huh. And the third time, they got it right. Third yeah, time's a charm. he got yeah. it right the third time. So what's his name again? Bernard Markowitz. Just a nose guy. That's all he does. No, he does everything. He does boobs. No, he's just, I mean, he's a very good nose doctor. Great. Okay. Um, Rich in Philadelphia. Good morning. Rich. Hey. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. 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 Hey, Josh. Uh, first off, I just want to say that was an amazing thing you did for Tracy on last night's episode, man. Thanks. I know you're not looking for a pat on the back, but. Uh, no, I am. Really Actually, cool. his love Words language. Is, yeah, that's Actually, his love language. <laughs> Absolutely. He's turned on. Yeah. Nice, Rich. You definitely cemented your uh, trips to Tracy's house, I guess, for the rest of your life. So you're all set there. So Just paid her Thanks. back for all that um, tuna. I had a <laughs> uh, Josh, I just had a quick question. I know, you know, since you switched brokerages, um, was that, that must have been a really hard decision for you. I just was wondering real quick, you know, what all went into that. I was presented a very, very uh, fair offer. Money. Better better split. Money. Okay. Better split. More money. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Well, listen, guys, I, I appreciate your time, and obviously I love Million Dollar Listing, and Jeff, you're the best. Have a great day, guys. Thank you. Um, what happened last night? Because I didn't see the episode. Oh, Tracy wanted to buy a house, and she was being cheap, and she wouldn't come up, you know, a couple hundred grand, and so I, instead of taking a commission, I, you know, just got her the house. Wow. Two hundred grand. Wow, that's very nice of you. Yeah, that could be a wow, trip it's to very Hawaii, generous. though. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's another couple of weeks in Maui. That's a lot yeah, of right? angel food. <laughs> yeah, you could have fed a lot of, a lot of kids. I know, right? And adults. Exactly. Tracy needs that house, though. Yeah, yeah Tracy really needs the money. <laughs> um, all right, make sure to check out Million Dollar Listing Los Angeles. It airs Thursdays eight seven Central on Bravo. Also, Home Shopping Network this Sunday, 3 p.m. Pacific. Bobby Boyd will be on. You don't want to miss that. Also, Instagram Live, TikTok, all at the all same simultaneously. Simultaneously. Thanks, guys, for being here. Have a great weekend, everybody. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. 
It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit caron.org slash lost.